that should not stop you from going about your life, should not stop you from going to Chinatown and going out to eat. I'm going to do that today myself. Just black and white. Come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. This is the truth. There's really no need to panic and to avoid activities that we always do as New Yorkers. We are hardy people. This is Danny Land. Over here? Which way? Help me. Help me over here. Where'd uh, the microphone be here? Uh, well, hey now. How are you? Don't we have a hey now? Over here? Well, that will ruin there. Never mind. How are you, friends? Danny Chekolinski. I'm your host. It's Danny Land. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. You'll figure it out the uh, mission statement. 90% of the world is stupid. You are the 10%. Lockdown, people are uh, people are upset. Lockdown no more, basement, no basement, mask, no mask. Well, we did the podcast from the dungeon. The dungeon is here in uh, Willoughby, Ohio. That's uh, 20 miles 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. Right? I want to talk about something that happened to me before we get on with the podcast. And it's a good one, trust me. Life moves fast, it's very short. Follow me. Born in 1964, I graduated high school in 1982. Uh, seems like yesterday, it really does. So, uh, Monday, I got a message that is becoming all too familiar as I get older. One of my good friends from high school, um, he, uh, he had a heart attack and died. It's, <laughs> I still can't believe it. Um, 56, it's going to be 57 in July. He, he was the first of my graduating class to get a license, so we all got into a lot of trouble. My Strongsville friends will know who I'm talking about. I don't, I, I just want to respect the family at this point and leave the name out of it, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Going back to what we did in high school, we didn't break the law or anything like that. Well, I don't know. It, it was, it was silly stuff. Seems like yesterday, he was in my basement at my childhood home and on Webster Road, Webster and 82, and yeah. playing pool, shooting hockey pucks. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. When, when your friends die, what do you do? You go back to the Facebook page a couple of times, read the messages? Yeah. It's, no, it's weird, but it's normal, I guess. I just... Um, I sat at my desk, stunned, nothing to say. You feel helpless. Look, we're all on the clock. We don't know when our number's going to be up. So, uh, again, I don't want to start on a bummer. I'm just, I'm trying to make this positive. Follow me here, okay? Let's all make a count. My friend did. I think we all can. All right, we've all heard about the uh, Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds, right? Doing their uh, flyovers for the healthcare workers. It's cool. Yeah, sure, we can all agree on that. Uh, here's the deal, okay? I post on fa- Radio Danny on Facebook, okay? I, and uh, you know, you're either going to like what I post or you're going to hate. So, But I got a lot of shit for posting that. It, you know, I thought it was kind of a waste of money. But look, follow me. That's what big government does. They waste money. Do I say follow me a lot? I wrote that down the other night. I'm gonna try. I will not say that again, all right? Oh, jeez. Pressure. 
All right. People, like I said, people dropped me on Facebook, said mean things. I was called un-American. I want you to listen to a doctor, Dr. Bill Miller, okay? Yeah, I said doctor, doctor, that's very important. This is one of the medical workers honored with the aforementioned uh, flybys. I'm Dr. Bill. I'm as patriotic as the next guy. But I read today they're going to have the Blue Angels and the other Air Force flying wizards fly over many cities for the healthcare workers to show their support. It costs $450,000 per flight over a city. So if there's two of them, that's 900 grand. You want to help healthcare workers? These are the goddamn N95 masks that we have to deal with. These are painter's masks. Get us equipment, get us PPEs, get us N95 masks that work anything. Get us tests for everybody, okay? Don't fly over something so we can see some crap for $450,000 to make the president look good. You want to help healthcare workers? Take that same money and feed the people in the inner city that don't have anything to eat. Help the food care workers who are working. Help the service industry people. Don't fly over and say, oh, aren't they great? Come on, let's get real. Yeah, tell you what, he's right on. All right, so, so, so the guy comes out in a white coat with a mask on, okay, and says the same thing. I'm not talking to you friends. I'm talking to people on uh, Facebook that, that chewed me out. The guy said the same thing. I was stupid, drank myself out of college, and uh, pretty much went on the radio and ran my big fucking pie hole. And this guy stayed in for eight years, got a white coat. He's best. So, so that's the... We said the same thing. Brutally honest. Again, don't get me wrong. These people are wonderful. They're brave. They're heroes. They're all... You you wanna you wanna choke on a freaking reality city candy bar? Open up the mouth, cause here it comes. They're doing their jobs. It's what they went to school for and what they get paid to do. So where where does it start? Where does it end? You know, you wanna have a flyover for the people that work at Amazon? Uh I'm back in Ohio, you know that, right? All right. Our governor's 72, Republican, but he doesn't act like it. And, and today, this is Thursday, day of the uh, podcast, day early. By the way, we're going to have a podcast. Not on, Monday's Memorial Day, okay? So I know all you uh, jackasses are going to be uh, hungover, okay? You know, spend a lot of time in the bathroom, okay? That's, that's just the way, that's what Memorial Day is. <laughs> Sadly for people out there, hungover and in the bathroom. Anyhow, um... So, yeah, so we'll do Tuesday. But today, Thursday, a big day in Ohio, all the bars and restaurants could open for inside patrons. Now, last week, it was only for people on the patio or deck, so it was a complete uh, mess. All right, listen to what the governor wants to happen. This is uh, Governor uh, DeWine. There we go. And here is a key part, particularly for the bars. Customers must be seated when consuming food, beer, wine, and liquor on the premises of the business. So it applies to restaurants, applies to bars. Customers must be seated when consuming food, beer, wine, and liquor on the premises of the business. A big problem here. Let me tell you something about Governor Fossil. No, he looks like Harry Potter's grandfather, if you've ever seen him, by the way. Uh, if I want to get warm, I turn to my furnace. This guy wants to uh, get warm. Governor uh, Potter, he just uh, turns the left cheek and puts a little gravy in his pants. What's wrong with my mind? I'm not sure. Um, now, th- look, this is never going to work. 
People are social. Beers are social. No one stays seated for a long time with a beer. It's just the way it is. Look, I got news for you. The band starts playing crazy, bitch, and I'm uh, swinging from the ceiling fan holding a Jaeger bomb. That's just the way it's going to happen, all right? So, so my question is, who's going to enforce this rule? It's not the job of the bartender or the waitress. You can't throw out everybody in the bar. You can't do it. Simple math problem here. And uh, the situation is that they're going to be outnumbered. They are. Unless you want to throw out this guy right here. I, 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 oh, my God. Yeah. Look, I got news for you, okay? I've seen a guy get stabbed at a bar, and, and that was over a pool game. So if you tell the guy he can't walk around with a beer, don't think the Mondo Jovial-type tundra's coming, friends. Costco. I'm on a roll, aren't I? Yeah, much better this time. Costco's got a rule as a company that you don't wear a mask. I, I mean, if you don't wear a mask, you don't enter the store. See, I say things are going good, and I fuck up. Um... Well, just the other day, a guy tried to uh, test this rule, and I mean, you probably saw the video, kind of went viral, kids, you social media nuts. And a manager handled it in, uh, uh, quite frankly, I thought it was a, a perfect way. I just put you on my 3,000 follower Instagram feed. Hi, everyone. Hi, I work for Costco, and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask. And or... I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. Have a great day. So you're going to take this car from me. Sir, have a great Pull day. Pull stuff. You are no longer welcome here wow. in our warehouse. You need to leave. Thank you very here, much. you put it on. I'll give you my card. He's going to take the card away because he's a pussy little bitch. Walking away with all my stuff. Yep, see you later. There he goes. Because I'm not a fucking sheep. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, okay, so you, you you saw the video, and if you didn't see the video, you heard the audit. Yeah, you pretty much know enough. We all chuckle and we say, way to go, right? Excuse me. Everybody laughs. It's not going to always be this way, all right? Uh, nobody's talking about the guy that uh, was told by a Waffle House cook to put on a mask, and the guy freaking shot him. This is just the beginning. The rebellion will only increase. And I'm just saying this so you're aware of it, okay? The level of danger when going out has increased. It really has. <laughs> Everybody talking about uh, commencement. Not, you know, pretty much that time of year. I had, a, I had a big graduating class, about 521. Yeah. One high school in my city... And my question is to you, uh, can you remember your commencement speaker? Now, all I can remember, commencement for me was 1982, okay? I'm an old fuck. All I can remember about commencement was sitting in the stands at the high school, just waiting for the moment to pass, because there was about 20 of us that went out, uh, oh my God, what was it called? Ground round. Ground round. Remember that place? You threw the peanuts on the floor. We had wings. We had pitchers of beer because three, two, if you were 18 in a while, you had that three, two piss water beer. So we drank even more. Yeah. The class of 2020, it's different. You got these uh, virtual commencement speakers and uh, Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> yeah, I took the opportunity. He jumped on board. 
Yeah, his message wasn't as much about the future as it was about the present. He took advantage of it, all right? He took the opportunity to slam the president. Listen to this, completely out of line. More than anything, this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. If the world's going to get better, it's going to be up to you. With everything suddenly feeling like it's up for grabs. Look, there's a time and a place for everything. And I've, I've taken advantage of a lot of opportunities. Right? That's, what, that's what I did. It doesn't make it right. Obama used this opportunity about the kids and the future to be a Democratic leader. Doesn't give... He doesn't care one bit about the class of 2020. He cares about the brand. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. He's a fraud. He's part of the swamp. All right, so what did, uh, who's that other guy? Trump? Yeah, that guy. What did he have to say after he heard about this uh, backdoor, uh, backdoor slam? Look, he was an incompetent president. That's all I can say. Grossly incompetent. Thank you. All right, by the way, uh, because we're not fake news over here, I looked up the definition of incompetent. Person who lacks technical training, blunderer, botcher, bumbler, bungler, fumbler, sad sack, stumbler, and a butcher. Is this Obama? You decide. Pretty much know how I feel. George Takei? Oh, my. Thank you. How about that, huh? Yeah, I got that stupid little thing over there. Isn't it true there, Donald Trump? Yes, huh? True? It's true. It's true. I have a... What do you think about that uh, that rash on your butt, huh? Terror. Oh, all right. Hmm. What do you think about the podcast right now, Mr. Trump? Aren't you perfect? Aren't you just a perfect young man? All right, put that away. We're done with that shit. All right. Uh, the, uh, uh, oh, okay. The other thing that was big this week is the fact that our president admitted to taking, uh, I can't even say the name. Can't we just say hydrox? Hydrochloroquine? Hydrochloroquine. I did it. Yeah, all right, good. So here's the president uh, uh, talking about that. If he doesn't believe in it, why would he sign it? And a lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. Watch this. I happen to be taking it. Whoop, whoop. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. Right now, yeah. yeah when- a couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Because I think it's good. I've heard a lot of good stories. And if it's not good, I'll tell you right, I'm not going to get hurt by it. <laughs> yeah. How about the media shit their pants when he said he was taking it? It was outstanding, was it not? Look, we talk to our doctors. We question. Then we decide. That's what I do, all right? I got a bad heart. It's my fault. It's not hereditary. I, yeah, another story for another day. I discuss, I, I talk to my doctor. Here's what's going on. Here's what I did for 10 years. I know it's bad. I don't do it anymore. Then what we do is we make a collective decision about the process of treatment. Yeah, Trump didn't have to 
disclose this? He did, and of course, the freaking vultures, they jump uh, all over his ass. Here's Pelosi. Madam Speaker, what's your reaction to the president saying that he's now taking hydroxychloroquine? Um, are you concerned? As far as the president is concerned, um, the, uh, our, he's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientist, especially cats. in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they oh say. Oh, my God. Morbidly. Well, he might be, I get by BMI and shit. He might be morbidly obese, but you say that shit. I mean, come on. First of all, it's been around for many years. It's not like a vaccine that's made in four months. He is the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, okay? Got the best doctors in the world. If you Democrats hate him so much, let him take the pill. Let him die. Can't have it both ways. Come on. Morbidly obese. Come on, Nancy. I mean, if we're going to be doing that, we're going to pull out the judgment page. Uh, your face. It looks like my Harley bags after I put on uh, a lot of armor all. Seriously. Stay, stay, you know who Stacey Abrams is? She's the, 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 the chick from uh, what, Georgia. Is that what it is? Yeah, she ran for She couldn't win. And it looks like uh, uh, she ate the corn of the cob. She'd leave a lot in the middle. Sorry. She may be the VP of Biden. You talk about morbidly obese, my friends. Sorry. She's so fat. Wait, I got to get ready. I, I don't have it, do I? Um, no, I don't have a, a rim shot or shit. I, I wrote two jokes today, okay? She's so fat, I took a picture at Christmas last year, and it's still processing. Hey, now. All right. I like this one better. She's so fat, her belly button gets home 15 minutes before she does. My own governor, um, uh, uh, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, has been so spectacular. My man. All right. Well, maybe, you know what? Can we edit that out on the podcast? We can. Yeah, so Pelosi went there. You want more? All right. What did Joe Biden have to say about Trump? Taking the pill. I love this guy. I really do. He's hysterical. Um, announced that he is taking hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic. I'm sure you saw the news, right? Um, but there's growing evidence linking hydroxychloroquine to dangerous side effects. And I'm curious how you feel about the president of the United States modeling what many doctors view as risky medical behavior in front of the American people. It's like saying maybe if you injected Clorox into your blood, you know, it may cure you. Come on, man. Come what on, man. is he doing? What in God's name is he doing? <laughs> uh, he's going to the doctor, Joe, okay? One more time, been approved by the FDA, has been prescribed for many years. Look, bleach, that's good for my white socks. You can't compare the two. They're different. Where's Joe? I still love Joe over here. Here he is. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. I love a good debate. I do. Joe Biden can't even shut his windows while the geese are honking and a Secret Service man is hanging around like a peeping tom looking at a sixteen-year-old girl. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> All right. 
One of my uh, one of my bars, one of my haunts, one of my hangouts uh, in West Palm Beach gave me a lot of fun. Uh, gave me a lot of misery too. Uh, called the meeting place. Closed. COVID shut it down. Historical place. Uh, one of the greatest dive bars of all time. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, kind of... My, my, my West Palm Beach friends will enjoy this. They really will. And you, my other friends across the world on Daddy Land, you will enjoy this because we all have been in that bar and now... We talk memories of the meeting place. Now I grew up down an old dirt road in a town you wouldn't know. My pops picked the place up for 1500 bucks back in 1964. Now, so I, uh, I mentioned the meeting place, and here's the thing. I had like, uh, oh, everybody want to talk on the fucking phone about their memories <laughs> and stuff, and then... Uh, I have a friend, I'll just leave it at this, too, because nobody wants to talk anymore. I get that. I respect uh, everything about that. But we will just call this, uh, this is my friend. If you went to the meeting place, you know who this guy is. Hi, Fred. How you doing, dude? (laughs) I'm doing all right. So, uh, you know, okay, you weren't there when the car went through the front door, right? I was not. I heard about it though, and saw the window the next day, all boarded up. Yeah, I was trying. You know, I had a. I, I'm, I'm trying to track down this person's name that rhymes with Cassie. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she has this. No, she's. I got, do believe that was the same night the shooting occurred too. Oh, I'm sorry. The shooting. Were you there for? Were you there for the stabbing? I was or not no? there for the shooting. I dodged that too. What about the stabbing in the parking lot? I was there for a couple of those. Okay, yeah, fine. What about the chick fights with the monkey wrench? I mean, uh, there was a girl by the name of Amy. Her last name might rhyme with Link. But uh, I, I saw her take a wrench to some girl's uh, head in the parking lot. <laughs> Only at the meeting place. Yeah. So so the story that you want to tell involves me actually getting I got arrested. Now, hold on. Before you say that I got a record, I don't have a record. It's a... Those uh, charges were exonerated. But uh, why don't you tell a story what happened? So uh, Bobby Sheriff's Office decides to run a prostitution sting on Okeechobee and Meridian, which is right outside of the bar. Right. So all of us decided to be good Samaritans and uh, hang outside and warn people that that the, it was a police sting. What people have to know... Fred, is uh, that particular area? It's not the greatest. It's you know, and and the woman that was standing there fairly attractive. Yes, very nice actually. Yeah. Uh, way too nice for Drexel. Now <laughs> we now we kind of figured it out. She did have all of her teeth and uh, was relatively healthy looking. Yeah, exactly. You know, she didn't have a freaking syringe hanging out of her arm. So then Jack asked me, if you recall, I decided to walk up to her, right? Yes. That does go looking, uh, what do you call a good-looking prostitute on Drexel? A cop. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Friend, there was a pizza place up there, too. If you recall, there was like a 50... 60-year-old guy getting a pizza and she would walk up to the car and I'm screaming, right? Yeah. 
We're all kind of waving cars away and... <laughs> Uh, only at the meeting place. All right, so everybody goes back to the meeting place. You were inside, and they, uh, we could talk some. There's so many stories about what, what, what went on inside. I mean, what do you want? You want a submachine gun? Give me 30 minutes. You want to gamble? Okay, we got a machine over here. But <laughs> um, I, I do actually remember one time I went up there needing a TV. Because my TV had blown, and some guy said, "Give me 20 minutes, I'll be right back." Whatever you <laughs> needed at the meeting place. Exactly, you got it at the meeting place. Now you remember me, and there was a guy by the name I think his first name rhymed with Jesse. Um, <laughs> we were all standing out front, and you're inside, and that's when the all, dude. It was a tax squad, right? It was. How many cops do you think showed up? Seven or eight. Everybody down on the ground. We'll chase you. That's it. No, no, it was electrify you. Get on the ground or we'll electrify you. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, that is PBSO's favorite word, so stop resisting. Exactly. So, uh, all right, long story. Yeah, I, I got arrested for, uh, what was it, obstructing justice or something like that? I don't know. Uh, I do think uh, that was the day I had to take all the stuff out of your saddlebags. Yes. And bring it to my house because your bike had to stay outside there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my my, uh, my Harley, a tough guy with the big Harley, left it outside the meeting place. And his, his friend right here, this is funny, took all my valuables home. And then my mother... My mother had to drive me home from jail to my motorcycle. That's a great feeling, right? That is. Yeah. All right, brother. I appreciate the story very much. You got Only many more. Only at the meeting place. Only at the meeting place. <laughs> All right, jackasses. There you go. There's so many stories from that meeting place. And my friends in West Palm Beach message me. I can keep your identity secret, All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Appreciate you listening. Meeting place stories. Freaking gold. Are you kidding me? Um, Monday's Memorial Day. Have a good day. We'll be back on uh, on Tuesday, all right? Yes, sir. You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor, but... In those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune it again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. <laughs>